We are learning Lekutzei Sichas, Chaynikav Aleph, the Sicha for Purim Tesava. In this Sicha, we're going to be discussing the three Zmanim for reading the Megillah. Of course, the Iker Zman of reading the Megillah is on Yudalad and Tesvav. There's a second time which is made for the Bnei Kfarim, that the Chachamu were makdim with Bnei Kfarim, that they're able to start reading on Yud Aleph, Yud Bez, and Yud Gimel. And then there's Yushalmi that tells us that Amr B'chalboi, that Afilu Mitchilas HaChaydish, you're able to start reading the Megillah, because it says, HaChaydish HaNapalacham, Yagam L'Simcha, that the month has been transformed, the Yagam L'Simcha, therefore they could read already from the beginning of the month until the 15th, not past that. As it says in the Megillah Bolayavar. So we're going to be discussing the differences between these three Zmanim. So first of all, let's go through each one of these Zmanim and what the source of it is. So Yudalad and Tesvav, that's of course, it's a Clark Pasek inside of the Megillah that says you're supposed to read on Yudalad if you're in a regular city or Tesvav if you're in a walled city. Yudalad Yudbezid Gimel, this comes from the Gemar and the Mishnah. The Mishnah in Masechus Megillah, Daf, Bez, Amr Aleph, and also the Gemara explains that Megillah Nikras, Yud Aleph, Yud Bez, Yud Gimel, Yud Dal, and Tazwa. And the Gemara explains where do we know this idea of Yud Aleph and onwards. So it, uh, because it says Zman Neham, one of the drashas at least, it says the word Zman Neham, from the word Zman Neham that you're going to call them in their times, it doesn't just say Zman Nam, it says Zman Neham, it implies that each of these days has an additional days. Where that teaches us another two, which would be Yud Aleph and Yud Beis. And then in Yud Gimel, we include, according to some unfortunates learned from Akal B'chaymer, that if you're going to be reading Yud Aleph and Yud Beis, which isn't even the day that the miracle happened, and you're also reading Yud Aleph and Tazvav, which is the days when they rested after the miracle, then for sure on Yud Gimel, which is the day that they actually had the Muhammad and the Yidim were saved, for sure the Chacham would give you the ability to read on that day. The source, as I mentioned, for the entire month um, is, is from the Yushami. And Allah Lamaisa, the Shulchan Arch Paskins, that Bizman Hazah, we only read on Yudalid and Tazvav. We don't read on any of these other on, on any of these other days, even on Yudalid. The Bnei Kfarim are not allowed to read. And the reasoning is based on the Gemara that there was a Shash that since nowadays there's problems with um, shluchim going to all the different communities and uh, notifying people when where Shredish is and when Pasach is going to be. So if the Bnei HaKfarim were going to do Purim early, there's a big chashash that they're just going to count 30 days from Purim and then they make Pesach because that's how, they, that's how these communities would establish Pesach. They count just 30 days from Purim because unfortunately many, many times they weren't able to get the they weren't able to know when Rosh Chodesh Nisan was. So if they're going to count 30 days, there could be an issue if Purim is being made early. So nowadays, we never make Purim early. It has to be on Yudalit or, 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 or Tezvav. And of course, you wouldn't be able to do it from Mitchil HaSachayish. Mitchil HaSachayish is from the Yushalmi. So the Mepharshim say that, the Beis Yosef tells us that this is according to the Yushalmi, but from the very fact that the Babli does not bring any remnants to this idea of Mitchil HaSachayish, is clear that the Babli doesn't hold of this, and of course we would pass like the Bible with the Yishami, so therefore we wouldn't be able to read Mithril Sachaydish. But the Shulchan Arf brings in Archaim Tov Pei Chas Sif 
katan zayin. Shulchan Aruch says, "Hamfarsh v'yam v'yetzer v'shiara." That if someone uh, is sailing at sea or he goes to a car- into a caravan, and he does not find a megillah to be able to take with him, then what is he supposed to do? On Purim, he's not going to have a megillah. So then, what he should do is he should read the megillah while he's still in town, where he ha- when he has access to the megillah. You know, the thirteenth on the eleventh, twelfth, or thirteenth, but he does it without a bracha. Why does he do it without a bracha? Because in the Gemara, it's actually a machlekes. If nowadays you're allowed to read Megillah on Yeralfi Beis Yudgimel, it's machlekes Rabbi Akiva and the Chachamim. Rabbi Akiva says even Bismana Zeh, you're able to read it Yeralfi Beis Yudgimel. The Chachamim hold that nowadays you can't, as I mentioned, because the issue of uh, of the Bnei form will be making a mistake when Pesach will, will be. And we pass in like Chachamim. But he says, Since it's a shat tzadchak, that the person's not going to have Megillah on Purim, so it's better to do something, you know, at least a zeich or something is better than nothing. But to, let's, we'll assume right now it's an Indian of a zeich. According to some, it's actually Makai the Indian Pile. Um, you know what, I'll just tell you now. According to many of the Arach uh, and others, this idea that you're reading it on Yudal, even though the Lach is like Chachamim, because means that it's a zecher, and therefore you will read the Megillah without any bracha. According to others, uh, this is the Ritva, he brings that when the Chacham said, when they made the Tukana that you're not allowed to, the Bnei Kfarm, you're not allowed to read your Alf, your Beis, and your Gimel because of the Chashash, the Zman of Pasach, that was only when an entire village reads the Megillah. But if it's just an individual, that because he's Yotzi Bishar, there's certain issues, therefore he has to read it early, then there's no chashash that you're going to mess up Pesach. So since in this situation there is no chashash that they'll be messing up Pesach, therefore the the, 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 the kana that you're not allowed to read on those days was never chal when he gave it to this individual. So regarding to this type of individual, he is allowed to read on Yeralti days you give him the Iker Habdin. So therefore, technically, he should be reading, he could even read with the Bracha. Because, but because of Machlaikis, we, we the pile don't do with any type of bracha, but okay. So that's on your alfi beis gimel, and he says Let's say he can't even wait to your alfi beis gimel. Then yesh emim shakar afidu betchilas achaydish. Some say you could even read betchilas achaydish. This is the yushan, and meaning is the same idea. Like the shasat chak, you could be relying on the yushan because it's better to do something better than nothing than the haga. But hafinag, and this is the minik. Miuin is damle achrach megillah, but if he uh, can locate a Megillah afterwards, that he will read it again on the 14th. Even if he initially read it on Yad Gimel, but nonetheless, he read it not in its appointed time. So therefore, since it wasn't in the appointed time, he should read it again on the 14th of Nisan, and uh, the, the place can even bring that you actually even say a bracha on the 14th, because when you did it on those earlier days, that was not Nikir Din. Therefore, when you read it again, it's not like you were Yaitzi. Rather, you, 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 you say it even with a bracha. So we see that this idea of Yudal Tazvab, of course, is what's the Moshaykh. That's the Nikir Din, even the Zmahazah. When we're talking about or even that's really only that's the only time where it's really relevant, Zmahazah. The Rebbe points out, he says, Nonetheless, he says there still is a chilik ikri, we're going to see, 
from the Zmanim of Yud Aleph to Yud Gimel between the Zman of Tchilas HaChadosh. There's a, a major difference between these times. And to understand this, we have to look, we have to look at the, the Mishnah in Mesechah's Megillah. So the Mesechah's Megillah begins, that Megillah Nikras, Yud Aleph, Yud Gimel, Yud Aleph, So the Shaila is, first of all, why does the Mishnah start off with Yud Aleph, Yud Aleph, Gimel? Yud Aleph, Yud Aleph, Gimel is not the Ikerzman. The Ikerzman is supposed to be on Yud Aleph and Tazvot, because those were the days where the Yidin rested. The people who were in the, uh, the, regular, uh, the cities outside of Shushan rested on the 14th. People of Shushan, since they fought on the 13th and the 14th, they rested on the 15th. So that is the Ikerzman. The Chachamim, as the Gemara explained, were mistaken that the Bnei Kfarim can have an earlier date, they're able to be Makdim Leim HaKinisa. And the reasoning is, according to the Maskanos Gemara, because they're Mesakim Mazen Lachim Shabakrakim, meaning is that since the entire year, they're always giving food and drink to their brothers, and they come in usually on a Mondays and Thursdays, because that's when the market day was, that's also when they had Kriya Satari, so they come in Mondays and Thursdays. Therefore, the Chamur Mekel, that on Purim, they could do the same thing, that instead of Purim's on a Friday, so instead of coming in Thursday and Friday, they said, you know what, just come in the regular day on Thursday, and then you'll be able to... Um, and listen to Megillah then. And then on Friday, you'll be at home. It could be your Sudas Purim and all the other mitzvahs that are shy for the day of Purim itself. So there was a kula that was, was nistakim for them. So since it was only a kula, it's, it's a tekana that the Chaman made for them, why would you put Yud Aleph, Yud Bez, Yud Gimel as the first ones being mentioned? It should have brought it first as Vav, Yud Yudal, Yud Gimel, Yud Bez, Yud Aleph. Should start from that, which is a Chiv. And then go downwards, not start from Yud Alf and, and go up. It should have started from that, which is the Ikir Hadin, and, and, and then tell you the days which were not Mikir Hadin. And the second Shaila is the Lashon of Megillah Nekras. Usually the, the Lashon is Kairin. For example, you get the beginning of Sachas Grafos, which say Kairin is the Shema. You read the Shema. Even later on in Perkbeis and Megillah, it says, Ein Kairin is Megillah Mafreya. You don't read the Megillah backwards or, or out of order. So usually the expression is current. The reason why we use that expression you're reading is because that is that expresses that there's an obligation on the gaver, there's an obligation on the person that he has to read the Shema, that he has to read Megillah, or he's not allowed to read the Megillah backwards. So why over here is he saying in the Lashon that the, the, the Megillah is read on these days, which doesn't imply an obligation, but of course there is an obligation. So the Portion do give different answers, which the Rebbe quotes on the bottom. Um, that they do, do give it answers for the second question. I answer the one answer that they give is that if it would have said Kurdish Megillah, Yud Aleph, Yud Beis, Yud Gimel, Yud Dalit as well, it would be mashma that you're supposed to read it on all five days. Just like by Krishna, Kurdish, the Shema, the Shachas, the Arvis means you read it both in the morning and the evening. If it would have said Kurdish Megillah on these days, it would imply that you have to read it all five days. Therefore, it just says Megillah in the cross. Another answer is that Megillah in the cross is because it wants to tell you that you don't need to read the Megillah. You could just listen to the Megillah. By Shema, the Shema has to be read, and you have to listen to it. Uh, sorry, you have to say the Shema itself. Therefore, it says, Fairness of Shema. Ashink in the Megillah. You don't need to read the Megillah. You need to listen to the Megillah. Therefore, it says the Megillah is read, meaning as one person's reading it for the Tzibah, and everyone else is listening. So those are different answers that are given. But the Rebbe is going to give a, a, a chilik ikri, about these, what, what is Yud Aleph, Yud Beis, Yud Gimel, what's the get of reading these days, and therefore it will be very clear why the Mishnah uses 
this lashon, a very fundamental difference why the Mishnah uses this lashon. So, the Rebbe explains like this, that the, the, the difference between Yud Alp Yud Bezid Gimel and when you're reading Tfilas HaChadoshes is that when you're starting to read from Yud Alp Yud Bezid Gimel, that's called reading the Megillah Bezmana. You're reading the Megillah in its proper time. When you're reading it, even though you're able to, according to the Yishami, but you're not reading the Megillah in its proper time. For example, like we have uh, by Tefillah. So it tells us that if you miss, let's say you miss, uh, miss Shachris, you, you read you Yudav and Mincha twice. So it says that you, if it was, if you miss Shachris, let's say by, by accident, so you're able to do a Tashlumim of Mincha. So the Mar tells us that you're Mekayim the Mitzvah of Tefillah, but you're not Mekayim the Mitzvah of Tefillah Bezman. So yes, you fulfill the obligation which is on you to Davin, and you dive in that particular tefillah, but you didn't fulfill the mitzvah does not. So same thing over here. You, if you did mitzvah sechaydish, so you're able to fulfill the mitzvah of reading the Megillah, but you're not fulfilling the mitzvah of reading the Megillah in its proper time. Ashenkin, if you're reading it already on your Aleph, then you're fulfilling the mitzvah of reading it in its proper time. And this is why the Mishnah says in a way of Megillah Nikras, because it's trying to stress that these are days that you're able, it's part of the gather of the Zman Kriyashma. If you're a part of the, one of the people of the village and you read it on these days, it's not the shot that you read on the wrong day and you get the mitzvah, but it's not the best possible way of doing the mitzvah because you didn't read it in the wrong time. No, the Chamum or Mesachim L'Chathchila that you're able to read it. Therefore, it says Megillah Nikras because it wants to tell you that the Mitzvah the Megillah itself, it's not just you're reading it on those days. It's not just you're reading on that day. No, the Megillah itself is supposed to be read in any of those days. It's Mitzvah Satkana, where the Chamum or Mesachim, the Megillah should be read. The Anshay Knesset Sebedeila said that it's supposed to be Yudalad and Tezvav. And they said there were Rebbe Maramis in the Megillah itself. Ramzu, there were Rebbe Maramis to another few days. Because it says the Megillah is Manehem. In the Chathchila, they added a few days for the Nek Farm. So they are reading it in the right time. And that's why the Mishnah starts with Yud Aleph, because it wants to stress that even Yud Aleph, Yud Bezi, Gimel, that's also part of, that's, that's Me'ikar Adin. It is Me'ikar Adin for these, for the people who are of the, uh, the B'nai Kfar, that they're reading it, uh, that they're part of the Ikar Gedr of the Zman of Tefillah. And then, now the Rebbe gets into, says of the Sigma Nacher, and this gets it into a Gishmak Alamdus. And to be mocked him, that, that there's, there's a concept of Gavra uh, Vechefsa. Most mitzvahs, if not all mitzvahs, have within them two aspects. There's the Gavra, there's the person that has to fulfill the mitzvah, and then there's the Chefsa, is the item or the mitzvah itself that needs to be fulfilled. And the question for many mitzvahs is, what's the main aspect of that mitzvah? Meaning is, what, you're always going to have, or at least for most mitzvahs, you're always going to have a, a person, you're always going to have the mitzvah. But the question is, what's the what's causing the other thing to happen, and what's you know what's the siba, what's the masubah? So, for example, um, some, some examples that we've had in the sikhas earlier. So we have taisa shabbos we've been discussing. So we know that you're supposed to add to shabbos sometime before shabbos when you're not going to do any malacha. So the question is, is this a mitzvah mitzvah chetzah or is that a mitzvah mitzvah gavra? What does that mean? Is the pshat that a person has to prepare for shabbos and he has to be ready for when Shabbos comes and he's not doing any malacha. Therefore, already a few minutes before Shabbos, 
He needs to stop doing work and he needs to uh, uh, be ready. So it's a obligation on the gaver that you have to be ready for Shabbos. You need to make sure that you're not not ready for Shabbos. You've got to start a period of time before Shabbos. Or is the pshat that mitzad Shabbos, the kudusha of Shabbos, is nispashet to the, the time before and the time after Shabbos. That it's not just mitzad, you know, Shabbos itself, mitzad together of Shabbos, Shabbos has the capability to be mamshech and to draw its kudusha to before and after it. So a few minutes before Shabbos is actually, ta- it's, it is Shabbos. Because mitzad Shabbos, its holiness, it actually is, spreads out to the weekday. So this, if you're not allowed to do malacha, a few minutes before Shabbos is the tzad the of Shabbos. So yes, you're the gavah. The gavah is not allowed to do malacha, but why can't you do malacha? Because of the chetzah, because the mitzvah of Shabbos is mekadesh a few minutes before Shabbos starts. Uh, another example we had is by Shemitah. So it's a chakira, is, is Shemitah, mitzad the gavah, mitzad the chetzah. What's the nafkamina? So if Shemitah is the tzad the gavah, that means is Hashem made a command on the person. He doesn't want you to work the land. He wants you to be mafka the land. He doesn't want you to work the land. And therefore he gave you a command that you have to leave the field fallow and you have to, you have to mafka the field and anyone is allowed to come in. So it's something that you need to do. There's a mitzvah on the person to make the land um, hefker and, and not work in and allow people to come in. Or is it mitzvah b'chatzah? That on the seventh year, Hashem makes the land hefker. And the obligation on the person is to just make sure, basically just to administer it, administrate it, to make sure that the, the gates are open and he's not closing things off and that people can come in and take whatever they want. So the hefker happens automatically. Mitzad the Kedusha Tashriyas, the land becomes hefker. And your obligation is that since it's Shemitah, therefore, of course, you can't work the land because it's a holy year. You can't uh, bar the gates and not let people come in because the land is hefker. So that would mean that it's Mitzad the Chesa. So when we're looking, coming back to our situation, so when we're looking at Kriyas Megillah, Kriyas Megillah would have both aspects to it. Meaning, there's the aspect of Kriyas Megillah is that the Chamim or Masakin, that you're supposed to read the Megillah as a Zecher for the Ness, that there's an Indian of Kriyas Megillah on Yudalad and Tazvav, and of course they added a few days, already from Yiral, that on these days there's a mitzvah, mitzvah, the miracle that happened on that day, there's a mitzvah to read the Megillah. So, and because of the mitzvah of that day, therefore you're supposed to read it, the person has the obligation to read the Megillah. What happens if you're a Yitzhah B'Shiara and you can't read it on those days? So the Chacham would say, at least according to Yishami, that a person has the capability already to do it So when you're doing it what is that exactly? That's mitzad the gavra, meaning is the chiv that you have to read the Megillah comes mitzad the days itself. That mitzad the chav, so you're supposed to read it when the nays happened. And the chamim expanded that to a few extra days, and we'll discuss more why they expanded it, but they expanded it already a few minutes. But mitzad the nas itself, mitzad the mitzvah of priest Megillah, this man of reading Megillah is from Yudal to Yudal But if you're unable to do it, then there's this union of Tashlum, and you can rectify it. What are you, how are you rectifying it? That since you have an obligation to read the Megillah, but you can't read the Megillah, therefore you're able to read it already So when you read it is just a shot that you read the Megillah in its right time. No, you didn't read it in its right time. You're fulfilling your obligation to read the Megillah, but you're not fulfilling the mitzvah of reading the Megillah. 
just like we spoke about earlier by the mitzvah of tefillah, that you're supposed to daven in chakras in the morning. I mean, tefillah's chakras is, is a tefillah which is supposed to be done in the morning. Connected to midim tiklum, connected to carbon tamid. If you're not able to do it in the morning, then you're able to have a tashlumim in the afternoon. So when you do the tashlumim in the afternoon, it's not a mitzvah bizman. That's why, by the way, you first have a mincha, and then the second tefillah will be the shakras. Because first you do the chavid mitzvah b'shaita, you do the mitzvah which is bizman that time, so that's mincha. And only after you did the mitzvah which is bizman, then you do the mitzvah which is a tashlumim. Meaning that since you had an obligation to daven shachras and you missed that obligation, so therefore that key which is on you is still there. So you still have the obligation to daven. So you daven. So you're doing your obligation of davening. But Matsad the tefillah, the tefillah is missing something in that chafsa. The tefillah is missing that, that it's not in its proper time. It's missing the chafsa that the tefillah of the morning should really be in the morning. Like, uh, you know, you're, you're praising Hashem with praises which are connected to the morning, but you're doing it in the afternoon instead of uh, right on the spot. I guess it would be like uh, someone gives a gift and instead of saying thank you right away, uh, you tell it to them weeks later. So you have an obligation to say thank you. Yes, you said thank you, so you fulfilled your obligation. As soon as the gift was given, you have an obligation to say that thank you. And the best time to do it is at the moment. This is the moment when you feel that appreciation. This is the moment that Especially if you use it at that moment, say it's like birthday cakes, you're eating it, that's the time when you're supposed to say thank you. You don't do it at that time, so you missed the opportune time when that should have been done, but you still have the obligation and, and you're able to fill it, that you could still say thank you at a later date. So you fulfilled the obligation which is on you, but there's still a chassar and there's still something which will be lacking inside of the chassar. There is always going to be something lacking in the chassar. The chassar in this situation will not be uh, perfect. So same thing by Megillah. If you read the Megillah during Yudal, the Tazvav, then it's perfection. It's the Gavra, the Chapsa. If you read it from Tchilas HaChaydesh, then Mitzad the Gavra, you have an obligation to read the Megillah and you've read the Megillah. But Mitzad the Megillah itself, Mitzad the Chapsa, it's not in its proper Zman. So therefore it's lacking within the Chapsa of the, of the reading of the Megillah. And therefore, there'll be a, a Nafkemina. The Rebbe gives an interesting Nafkemina. What happens if you have a, another mitzvah, which is bayayim? So the question will be, what mitzvah, uh, mitzvah bayayim, what mitzvah are you supposed to do first? So if we're talking about a mitzvah that the, if you're reading the Megillah Metchilas HaChaydesh. So if you're reading the Megillah Metchilas HaChaydesh, that would be, the Rebbe doesn't use this Lashen, but, I, but I'm, I'm using Lashen myself. It's a Gedder of Tashlumen. It, it, it's, it's not its Zman. The Rebbe uses more of that. It's not its Zman. Therefore, since it's not its Zman, it doesn't have that Chavivus of Mitzvah B'Shaita. So therefore, of course, you do first do the Mitzvah, which is Mitzvah B'Shaita, and then afterwards you do the Megillah. Masha Enkin, if it's Yudal, if you base your Gimel, then that's also a mitzvah, which is b'shaita, and therefore, um, so he says, yesh makam leimar, as a daf makam design kriyas megillah. So there, then there would be a, a makam to say that you should be makam kriyas megillah, depending, I guess, what the other mitzvah is. But if it's the beginning of the month, then for sure you're not going to be makam megillah because it's not bezmana. Mashenkin, you're aleph and onward when it's the zman of megillah, and then you have another mitzvah, which is also the zman of yemahu, then there's a makam to say that, look, it's not that, you know, of the Chiddush of Zmana, the Chavidus of Zmana, you should read the Megillah um, also first. 
Um, I just want to give one more example. <clears throat> Maybe ho hopefully we'll add some clarification in this Indian of Tashlumen. Right, because we're basically saying that when you're reading it on Yud Aleph, it's not the gather of a, a, a Tashlumen. And he says it's not even Alderech Zmanim Acher, that the Chacham give you other times you're able to read. The, 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 the Rebbe brings the Yushalmi, that in the Yushalmi, there's a machlekes regarding the days of Yud Aleph and onwards. So it says, Rebbeinu Yoyna holds that the Chachamim were misakim zmanim acherim to read the Megillah. So the Rebbe points out that the Lashon zmanim acherim is different than the Lashon in Babu. In Babu, the Lashon is zmanim harbe tutnulahem, which means is that there were many times which were misakim. So when you're doing it any of these days, there were many options of which day you can read it. Masha'enkin, we say zmanim acherim, it means it's not, it, was, it wasn't l'chatchila. Even if they set it up l'chatchila, they have zmanim acherim, but by the fact that you're calling it other times, that means it's secondary zman. It's not zmanim harbe tiknulahem, that there's many times at the Masakin and they all have the same shashivas. Rather, you have the main days, and then zmanim acherim, there's other days that they're also Masakin that you're able to do it. So that means, even if it's not, it wouldn't be necessarily tashlumen, but it wouldn't have the same chashivas as the first two days. It would be, I guess, somewhere in between, uh, between that, that type of status. And, and I'll give you an example of, hopefully this is a good example of where we see this idea. And hopefully it'll also clear the idea of the, the differences between these three things, when it's the zman, when it's a tashlumim, or rather when it's a tukana. So we know in the in Sechus Pesachim regarding Pesach Sheni, there's Machlekes and Daf Tzadigimol. What the gather of Pesach Sheni is. So if you miss the first Pesach, you're supposed to bring a Pesach Sheni. What exactly is that gather? So Rebbe holds it's a regal b'fnei It's its own holiday. If you miss the first one, this that you bring it by the second one, it's actually a yomtif on its own. And that means is that let's say you have a Gershonis guy on Rosh Chodesh year. He has to bring another one. He has to bring a carbon pack. He never brought the first carbon because he was a guy then. But he has to bring the second car the carbon Pesach because it's its own regal. Meaning it's just like on the first Pesach, on Yudal and Nisan, that since it's Yudal and Nisan, there's a chiv, which is chal on that day on the person to bring a carbon because of the, the, the regal, which is on that day. So who did when it reaches Yudal and Ir, it's sad that it's a regal with an answer. It's its own holiday. The regal demands that a carbon is brought. There's a mitzvah that a carbon pestle should be brought on that day. So therefore, since he, the, the ger, didn't bring the first time, he only becomes mechuyiv now. So therefore, he has to bring on the second one. According to the second opinion, the second opinion is that it's a tashlumen. Tashlumen means that it's just to rectify. It's the mashlum what you missed on the first one. So if you're a ger, then you wouldn't bring the second Pesach because you weren't chayv in the first Pesach. So meaning is the Pesach Shein is because you had a chiv on the first Pesach, therefore, and you missed it, then you, therefore you can make it up on, on, and you have a second chance to do it, basically. But if you never had the obligation of Chathila, then you don't have to bring the second one either. What's the difference between these two Pshatim? The first shot is saying, according to Rabbi, he's saying is that the Pasach Sheni is Mitzad the Chapsah. That on Pasach Sheni, there's the mitzvah of Pasach itself 
of Pasach Sheni itself demands there's the there's the mitzvah of Pasach Sheni, the Korban Pasach has to be brought. There's a chatzah of Korban Pasach on that day, and therefore even a ger, a, a shenizgar, has to bring it. Masha'enkin, according to the second opinion, when he says it's Tashlumen, what is he saying? He's saying is that there's a chatzah, there's a chatzah of Korban Pasach by the first Pasach. You missed that zvan, so all that remains is that there's still an obligation on the Gavit that you have to bring that Korban at a later time. So when you bring it on your Daladir, you're being mashed that you missed the first one. But, but it's not that there's a new chaksa on the second month, there's another chaksa of a carbon pasach. No, you're, you're, the chaksa you missed. You missed the ikr chaksa of bringing the carbon pasach, which should have been on your dal and nisim. What you're able to do is that since you missed it, therefore you have a tashlum and that you're able to bring at a later date. And, and if you look at Rashi, there's, it's very interesting. He's, Rashi tells us that according to the second opinion, that's tashlumen, if a person missed the first carbon pasach because of the mazid, and therefore he's chayv karas. Even if he brings the second carbon pasach, he's still going to be chayv karas because you're not being masak in the chatzah of the first carbon pasach completely. You're not bringing up pasach bismana. You missed the inyan of pasach bismana. That was only on yudal and nisim. That you missed. But because you had that obligation on yudal and nisim, therefore you have to, you have a chiv gavra which needs to be t- taken care of on yudal and ir. Mashenkin, according to Rebbe. He doesn't hold, uh, Mashenkin, sorry, Mashenkin, if you're a ger, then you never had the chi of, uh, uh, there's no chaksa for you on Yudalit Nisan. Therefore, there was never a chi of gavra that would have been chal on you on Yudalit Nisan. So when you get to Yudalit ear, there's no new chaksa at this point. There's no new chaksa. And the chi of gavra, there is no new chi of gavra because the chi of gavra only would have come because there was the, the, the chaksa of Pasachwishan. But there was no chaksa of Pasachwishan. Therefore, the gavra element of that chaksa also wouldn't have won't be applicable. And then there's a third opinion over there in the Gemara that tells us that the Pasach Shein is actually Tekanta Derishon. What does Tekanta Derishon mean? Tekanta Derishon means that it completely rectifies the first Pasach. So, so if you're Ger, you don't need to bring the second one because it's not a new Chiv. What it is, is it's Masak in the first one, which is similar to Zman HaMacherim Tikni Lahem. When we're saying over here that Rabbi Ben Yehudi says there's Zman HaMacherim, Pasach Sheni, according to this opinion, sounds like it would be more, more like the Indian Zman HaMacherim, meaning you're supposed to bring it on Yudal HaNissim. You're bemazed, you didn't have error, you didn't want to bring it, you didn't bring it. So you won't get a fee of cars for missing the first one if you bring it by the second Pasach, uh, if you're bringing by the second Pasach, because the second Pesach will be able to in that which you missed the first one. And the truth is that if it was you're amazed by the first Pesach, and then the second Pesach there was an Aynis and you weren't able to bring it, according to the Kantabarisha, he said you'd still be Pater. Because when you missed the first one, you still had an opportunity to bring it a month later. So it's Bitlay Vilay Bitlay. You're Mavafal the first one, but you weren't completely Mavafal it because you still have the opportunity to bring the second one. And you didn't bring the second one, but this that you didn't bring the second time, that was an Aynis. So you never were completely mavatlet, but b'meizet. Because when you were mavatlet b'meizet, you still had the opportunity. So only if you're b'meizet basically both times, according to the third opinion, would you actually be chayv karas. But if the second time was a minus, you'd be pater. Why? Because it was zmanim echem tiknulam. So clearly, according to this opinion, when you bring it on yudalavir, it's not as good as bringing it on yudalanisim. But nonetheless, when you bring it, it is considered another time that you're allowed to bring it. So therefore, you know, there's no chiyav cars and you fix whatever you need to fix, but it's not as good. It, it doesn't have that same level of shlames. So even though you have, you have some level of zman over there, the chatzah is complete, but it's not 
a mitzvah and a It's not the complete shleimus uh, that you could have had. The ultimate shleimus, as we know in mitzvahs, there's many le- levels of shleimus within mitzvahs itself. So the highest level of shleimus would be the anyudal in itself. Or in the case of the Megillah, the highest level of shleimus would be from Yudal to Tezvav, while before that, you would actually not have the Indian of Zman at all. Okay, I hope that added some, some more detail to this discussion. Now I just want to add a few more Ha'aris and one other Indian that ever discusses in the Pnim. Um, in Sif Gimel, in the Sigdan Ache, the Rebbe writes that the Indian of Kriis Megillah and Yod Aleph, even though the cause of the Tkana is for the Gavras, for the person, but through this Gavra, it actually changes the Chafs of Kriis Megillah. That even though Mitzah, the Chafs of Kriis Megillah, when is Kriis Megillah supposed to be read? Only on your Dalad and Tazbal, the days that the Yidin actually rest. The Chafs of the Megillah is Mitzah the Nes, Mitzah of what happened, that they rested on those days. But because the people, the Bnei Kfar, needed extra days, or as a schar, as the Gemara says for them, and the Chachamim gave extra. So because of that, the Chachamim were mishana what the Chachsa is going to be, uh, that B'Shaifus, the Bnei Kfarim, if you live in a village, that, that, that would also be a Zman of Kriyas Megillah. So that's an interesting idea, where the Gavra is able to change, could be a change in the Chachsa itself. Um, so we find this concept in other places, especially by Chayyubim the Rabbanon, and we've discussed this earlier at other places. So one of the other times we, we see this idea when the when make a Tukana, they actually could change the Chafsa, is by, by, by Sukkah. The, in the Gemara Sukkah, we know there's a, a Gezer called Gezer's Tikra, that if you have a board which is four Tfachim wide, it's also to put it on, uh, you can't put it on, it's possible for Schach, because it looks like a roof. So that's Gezer's Tikra, you're not allowed to use that for Schach. And if you put it on, it's possible Schach. So the question of the Gemara is, what happens if you put it on its side? So now it's, on the side, it's only one tapach. So you're not putting it with, you're putting it on the thickness of it. So now it's only one tapach high. Could you put it when it's, uh, it's standing up, basically? So it's machlekes in the Gemara. One opinion says, yes, that's fine, because, you know, it doesn't look, obviously doesn't look like a tikra. The other opinion, I believe it was Rapuna, says, it's, it's still going to be aser. Why? So the Rabbi Trevor explains, it's because, according to Rapuna, when the Chamim said that a board which is fourth Tfachim is possible for Schach because of Gzeris Tikra, they didn't just, um, it wasn't just a, a, a Gzeris that anything which looks like a Tikra, basically, uh, when it actually is a Tikra, that's when it's going to be a problem. But rather what they did is they passed that type of wood. This type of wood is possible because it could, could become, become a Tikra. So something which is fourth Tfachim wide is not just possible when it's Papayo being a Tikra. Or it looks, I mean, it's not a Tikra. It's a, even though it's Midurabanan, it's considered a Tikra. When it's fourth Tfachim, Midurabanan, since it looks like a Tikra, and we're cautious that maybe a person will actually go into his house and make a sukkah within his house itself, so they make it clear that you can't even use a board which is fourth Tfachim because it looks like a Tikra. So they said, not only is it also when you're using the board uh, uh, on its width, where you actually have fourth Tfachim, but even when it's the other way, because the, the board itself becomes something which is a chetza, which is possible to be used as chach. It's just like you're using um, a kli, or davar makabal tuma as chach. It itself has now become something which cannot be used. So here we're seeing that the chamu were mishana the chetza of this item. Another example where we see the chamu mishana chetza is by Yom Tevsheni of Shuvus. So we know that all the other Yom Tevim is because Sveka Diyema. You don't know, uh, let's say, at least, uh, let's say, Pasach and, and Sukkis. 
that we have an extra day of Yom Tov. Because it's Tzvika de Yom, we didn't know uh, which day was Rosh Chodesh. But by Shavuos, they always knew which day Rosh Chodesh was, because it's 50 days from Pesach. So they knew what day Shavuos would be. So why do they have a second day by Shavuos? The reason is because they didn't want to be Mechalik between the Yom Tovim. So they made also Shavuos two days. So the Chassam Tosefer tells us that there's a very big difference in Halacha between the second day of Shavuos and the other Yom Tovim. The other Sveika de Yom Yom Tovim, the other Yom Tov Sheni Shalgalias of the other Yom Tovim, is that by the other days, it's, it's a Sophic if that day is considered Yom Tov or not. Masha'in came by Shavuos, the second day is Bavada Yom Tov Midrabon. So the other days, it's a Sveik, Sophic if it's Yom Tov Midraisa. Masha'in came Shavuos, it's a Vad, it's for sure not Midraisa, but it's Vada Dirabon. So therefore, since we know for sure it's Midraban, and therefore every, all the malachas, everything that could be done on that day would be a for sure chiv uh, Midraban, so it would be Asr. And therefore, there's, there's many nafkaminas lahalacha, mitzadis, that it's not a sophic, rather it's begedr vade. So we see that when the chamim, even though the siba of them making shavuos, like the other yom tevim, is because they didn't want to be mechalat between the other yom tevim, but nonetheless, when they were masakin it, they weren't masakin in the way that it will just be the same as the other Yom Tevin, and I would have the same Allah, as the speak of the Yom, would have all the same Allah. No. Once they were sacked that day of Yom Tev, became a day of Yom Tev. Not together, not Salfik, but together, Vada. So they changed the Chafsa of that day, that this is a day of Yom Tev, Midorabana, and there's actually uh, nothing missed the Allah. So same thing over here. When the Chomen, even the Mitzad Chafsa of Megillah, really it should only be done in Yudal and Tazbab, but the Chomen were Mishan of the Chafsa that it could already start being read from Yudal. And the Rebbe points out that the truth is by Megillah, it's, it's a much bigger, it's even, the, the change is much greater than by the other uh, examples that we gave. Because by Megillah, the was made in a way that the Chatzah starts from Yerala. By Sukkot and Yamtif, it's something at a later point of time. There was a Yamtif, one day of Yamtif, and at some point, the Chalmur Mesachim, there should be a second day. Masha'inkin over here, as soon as they were established in Yenam Megillah, they were l'chathila b'sakin in the way that the chafzah for all those days. So even though logically the chafzah should only really have been Yudal Tazbov, but l'chathila, they set it up that the chafzah of, of, of Megillah, of the Zman of Priest Megillah, the chafzah of Zman of Priest Megillah already begins to Yudal. Let's do Ha'ar 28. Ha'ar 28, the Rebbe asks, from the Allah and Shulchanach we brought earlier, that if afterwards it's Nizdam to him a Megillah, then he has to read it again on the 14th. Even if you already read it on the 13th. Nonetheless, you read Shlibizman. So this seems to contradict what we're saying until now. Until now, what we've been trying to say is that from Yud Aleph to Yud Gimel is considered Bizman. But according to this halacha, we're saying that if you read it, on your gimel, then you have to read it again on your dalit because it's not considered your gimel is not considered disman. Therefore, you should read it again on your dalit, which is the proper zman of reading the megillah. So Yishloimar Kevan the Beikar had didn't zman hazeh in Karanais on the zman. Says that's only nowadays. Since bezman hazeh we pass in the chacham, and the chachamim say that we only read the megillah on your dalit and tazvav, and we do not read it in these earlier. Days of Yud Aleph Yubeisid Gimel, so therefore this individual that read it on Yud Aleph Yubeisid Gimel, it's only really as a zecher being soimach on Dasher B'Hikiva because he has no other option. So that's Meikar did he didn't read the Megillah in its proper time. So therefore he reads it again, and according to some even with uh, even I think Allah he even says it again with a bracha. That's the minute, even with a bracha. 
Rebbe continues, that the Beis Yosef writes that this is actually like a din of a Ben Kvar that reads it early on the Yom HaKnisa, that if he is in the city on Yudala, then he has to read it with the people of the city. Meaning, the Beis Yosef understands that when a Ben Kfar, why does a Ben Kfar have to read it with the people of, of the, the people of the city if he have, if he's going to be there on your Dalit? So according to the Meiri, the Rebbe brings according to the Meiri, the reasoning is because he didn't. This is talking about a Ben Kfar that he knew he's going to be there on your your Dalit. So even though the people he was there, let's say the Thursday, which was Yud Gimel, and all the people of the city are listening to the Megillah that day, he doesn't need to listen with them because since he's going to be there the next day, he could read it on the next day with everybody else, because he knows he's got everybody who's going to be in the city. But according to Rashi, and this is also how the, the, the Beis Yosef is learning it, the reasoning is because he read it, that since it's a kula that he's able to read it, therefore, if he's going to be in the city anyways, in Yudal, then of course he should do it on the main day. So according to Rashi, and according to how the Beis Yosef, it sounds like, the reason why he's reading again is it's it's even though he was even though he was Mekai in the mitzvah, but it's not considered Mekai of Bismana. Because this is very clear. First of all, because the Gemara itself in the test is talking about when the Ben Kfar was allowed to read it in the village. Right? We're talking about when he read it with the villagers Biyam HaKnisa. Nonetheless, if he's going to be there on Yimdal, he has to read it again. That's our Rashi and the Yisif of learning. So clearly we're talking about not Bismana Zed. It's talking about when they actually were allowed to read it early. And nonetheless, he has to read it a second time. Kumtais, that even though he fulfilled his obligation, and that's how the base Yosef is learning, and also Yosef Bashiyar, that even though he fulfilled his obligation by doing it earlier, but since it was Shalim Bismana, he should read it again in order to fulfill the obligation of Mitzvah Bismana. And um, as, as, we, as the Rebbe points out in the star, that this is how the Ritva explains the gather of reading it uh, early. He says, he says, when you when you're a yachid, then there is never a chashash that you're going to mess up the date of Pesach. The chashash that maybe you're going to mess up Pesach, and therefore the Chachamim disallowed the kula of reading it from Yud Al to Yud Gimel for the Bnei Farm is only when the entire village is going to read it on that early day. But one individual is not going to make a mistake because the other people in the city will tell him, no, you got the wrong date, buddy, because he's the only one changing it because he's traveling and he knows he's traveling. So therefore he's changing the date. So, so there's no, there's no shash that there will be a mistake of Pesach. So therefore, this that he reads it on Yud Aleph, Yud Bezi Gimel, that's Me'ikir Hadid. So it's reading it Bismana. But Ay if it's considered that it's reading it Bismana, according to how we're, why we're explaining it, then why does he have to read it again on Yud Aleph? So is it considered Bismana and he did the mitzvah with the Chatzah perfectly, or did he not? So it seems like the way how the Beis Yosef is learning, that even though you fulfilled your obligation, and it's Iker Din, you fulfilled your obligation, but you never filled your obligation of, of reading the Gil of Zmana, therefore you should read it again on Purim itself. So, so he says, Re'et Taisvish, the Ramasla Ben Kvar, the Nasca Benayir. So he brings Taisvish, because Taisvish learns a little bit different than Rashi. He says the reasoning why you read it again is because you become the Benayir. So that could be an answer. Meaning, as Enochinami, you fulfilled your obligation, of a bank fire, and you read it, and you feel the obligation to this man. Aye, so why are you reading it again if you come to the venue? Because when you come to the city, you become like one of the people of the city. So since you become one of the people of the city, so you've got to read it again. Just like, halachalamaisi, even the Zan if you are in Tel Aviv for Purim, 
You have to listen on your dal. And then you come to Yerushalayim on Tezva, then you got to listen to it again because you became, if you're planning on being there the whole day, uh, then you got to listen to the Megillah a second time because you become like one of the uh, Ben Krach. So that's how Tesis learns it. But according to Rashi and the Beisayis, still we have the Shailah. Uh, they, 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 the Rashi doesn't say that it's inside that you become uh, a Ben Hidir. He says it's because it was a Kulu L'Chathchila. It's because it's not the Iker's man, and that's also how the Beisayis learns it. So, that this was the Iker Tekona of the Anshe Kneseh The Iker Tekona of the was that when are you allowed to read early is if you're not going to be in the city on Yom, Yom Yudalit so that you're able to do on Yom Kenisa. Or if you're going to be then you could do it but it comes out but if the pearl you are in the city then that comes out that the Tekana that Chaman made was never Chaman you never had that option so when you listen to it you had that option and you were allowed to do that and if you talk don't show up in the city on your Dalit you fulfilled your Mitzvah Bismana but if you show up in the city that means that you never had the option of reading it. It's Igloi Milsa reveals that you never had that option of reading it early. So same thing also, if you're Yotzeb Shiara and then the Pail Yav Megillah on Yom Yudalad, that was Igloi Milsa, that you weren't allowed to, that reading it early was Shalai Bizman. So that's a very interesting idea. Just a few more, two more short, or two, three more short Ha'aris. Uh, Ha'aris um, 33 star. The rubber brings an, another interesting Aftamina. He says, Uli Yesh Leimar Naftamina Be'ezafan and Elam. Naftamina between these two options, Meaning, is if Yud Aleph Yud Beis Yud Gimel is considered acres, it's considered part of the gather of the Zman of Kriis Megillah, or it's it's like a Zman Macherim. It's another time that the Chamim gave. Is it part of Purim, or is it another option that the Chamim gave uh, as a secondary option? It says in Zman Ki Mitzvah Matanas Leviyim Nekfar Hubiyim Kriis Megillah. If you're allowed to do the Mitzvah Matanas Leviyim on Kriis Megillah uh, on the same day that you do Kriis Megillah. So regarding with this Yomtet Mishleich Manis, it's for sure has to be on Yudalat as well. That's clear. The Shail only is Matanas Davyonim, where there's a Machlekes um, and the Raman Paskins that the Chathila you don't need to give on the day of Kriyas Megillah if you read it early. But the Yavid, if you gave it, you fulfilled your obligation. So it says maybe it's dependent on this idea. If Kriyas Megillah is, is Mamish the same idea as reading the Megillah on Yudalat, then when you give Matanas Davyonim, it says, the, it's, 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 the Lashon of the Gemara is that when you read the Megillah, the Evyoyim at that point of time are Tolue Neyam. They, they, they are depending on you when you're reading the Megillah. That's how they kind of connect it to. Oh, they're reading the Megillah, then we're going to get our Matanas Lavyoyim. So therefore, it seems like, or at least one opinion, that Matanas Lavyoyim is dependent really on the Kriyas of Megillah. So Ebezai, since they're waiting for it, if the reading on the Megillah is exactly the same as reading on Yudala, then Lachar, you should be able to give it then. Mashenkin, if you're saying that it's not really the proper time, it's just manam acherim, and if for sure if it's just it means for sure if it's just of tashlumin, then of course it's not the proper time of Megillah. You don't have the the chaps of the zman of Megillah, and therefore you would have to do it on uh, on on the Yudalat as well itself.